You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, Paul is trying to convince the Galatian believers not to make their pursuit going back under the law, but holding on to the promise of salvation that they've been given. And he does so by, by using an allegory, the allegory of uh, Sarah and Hagar. That, that was a true story, but he, but he allegorizes it to fit what he's saying. So I'm going to read the passage. And I don't want to really, I'm not going to really teach through the passage verse by verse. That's not really what I do on these podcasts. But I want to draw something to your attention based on this passage. So Galatians 4, 21 through 31. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman and one by a free woman. But the son of the slave was born according to the flesh, while the son of the free woman was born through promise. Now this may be interpreted allegorically. These women are two covenants. One is from Mount Sinai, bearing children for slavery. She is Hagar. Now Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. She corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, and she is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren one who does not bear. Break forth and cry aloud, you who are not in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than those of the one who has a husband. Now you, brothers, like Isaac, are children of promise. But just as at that time he who was born according to the flesh persecuted him, who was born according to the Spirit, so also it is now. But what does the Scripture say? Cast out the slave woman and her son, for the son of the slave woman shall not inherit with the son of the free woman. So, brothers, we are not children of the slave, but of the free woman. You you could say that last verse another way. Brothers, we are not children of the law. The law isn't what has given us our standing. What's given us our standing is that we are freed. Christ has given us our standing. So again, all throughout this book, Paul is trying to keep the Galatian believers from going back under obedience to the law for the wrong reasons. He's trying to keep them from legalism. They are free to live in Christ. And so I want to really finish this podcast by giving you some advice. This is advice for how to enslave yourself in legalism. I hope you can sense the sarcasm there. I hope you don't do this, but this is how you would. How to enslave yourself in legalism. One, and I I draw all of these from Galatians. Want to do good things for the wrong reasons. Is obedience, is wanting to obey the law of God a bad thing? No, it's not at all. He's the one that says, do not murder, do not commit adultery. Those are not bad things. But wanting to obey them for the wrong reasons can lead to legalism. So these people wanted to obey the law, specifically the ceremonial customs, circumcision, keeping the festivals. They were doing these things to keep their standing secure with God, to earn something from God. That's the wrong reason to want to obey. We already have all that we need in God. We have justification. We have forgiveness. We have the hope of heaven. So our obedience is for the purpose of glorifying God, saying thank you to Him, wanting to be like Christ, not to try to earn something because then we didn't need Christ. So, if you want to be legalistic or fall into legalism, want to do good things 
for the wrong reasons. Secondly, want to do good and set up false means of success. So you have a desire to do good, which I believe is at the heart of much legalism, or maybe some of it, maybe the other part is pride. But I think some people legitimately want to do the right thing, want to do good and set up false means of success. So for example, the Bible talks about reading, meditating, knowing the Word of God, having it dwell in you richly. So someone could say, I, I want to know my Bible more. I want to know God more. Again, that's not a bad thing at all. We should want to do that. But then we make this false metrics of success. We say, therefore, I'm going to read my Bible in a year. And now, again, that goal is not a bad goal. It, it depends what your heart is doing with it. So you want to read your Bible in a year, and you say that that's going to be my goal, and in order to uh, grow and, and, and learn more about God. So you seek to read your Bible through for a year. And all of a sudden, after a couple of months, you, you drop the ball. And you become so convicted. Because you've used that as your false measures of success. Your, your ultimate goal is to know God. But you've thought, if I read my Bible through in a year, then I'll automatically I will know Him. And if I miss a day or two, then I won't know Him. And so you have this... This, this sense of guilt that you've placed on yourself, this standard that God never required you to, reading your Bible through in a year, and you let that enslave you. That's not a way to have Christian goals. So be careful about things like that. Having the goal of reading your Bible in a year is not a bad goal, but, what, but, but where does it come from? Does it come from wanting to achieve something so that you can recommend yourself to God, or does it simply come by come as a way of, I just want to know him more. And if I miss some days, I miss some days. If I read it through quicker, then I read it quick, read it through more quick, quickly. And, and let me say this. You can have someone that sets a goal of reading their Bible through in a year, and they could not miss a single day. They could make it. They, they could go from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22 and be done on December 31st. That does not mean they know God better. Does not mean that. You can have someone that fails to read it through in a year, and they might read through it in a couple months and say, you know, I just want to go slower. I want to meditate. I want to worship as I read this. And they never hit their goal of reading it through in a year. But guess what? They know their God better. He's spoken to them. So be careful of setting up false measures of success. I'm not saying goals are bad. Goals like that, I often have the goal of reading my Bible through in a year. But God wants our heart not to see us conform to this external standard that He's never commanded us to do. So be careful about that. The third way to enslave yourself in legalism. Hold people to your standard of growth. So, similar to number two, you have this standard of growth that's never commanded in the Bible, but that you've set up to be a false measure of success. And what you do with that is oftentimes you hold people to that false standard. Well, if you're not reading your Bible through in a year, then I, can't, I don't know how you can be a mature Christian. That statement right there is legalism. We were never commanded to read books 1 through 66 in a year. Again, that's a good thing to do that if you have the right heart. But don't take this good-sounding goal and using it as a way to enslave other people. Peter did that. Peter was eating meat left and right, and all of a sudden, these people, the Judaizer, the Judaizing party came in, and he was fearful of them. So he he starts to go after the Gentiles saying, you, you shouldn't be eating that. You should be eating this diet, this Jewish diet. And he's enslaving these people when he, should, when he had no business doing that. He was setting up these yokes of slavery on them that God never intended them to live under. 
And so be careful about how you can hold people to your standard of righteousness. You may have a plan of reading your Bible through a year. You may memorize a particular book of the Bible. You might want to read 12 Christian books this year. Be careful of telling other people or acting as if other people should do the exact same thing in order to grow like you are. Be careful. That's how to enslave yourself and others into legalism. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive in Christ.